Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Sports Radio 92.7 FNZ. It has been a loaded Final Nick Wilson show as you got about 50 minutes left in the Nick Wilson uh, Charlotte experience. So we got it. Well, there will be a time for thank yous and goodbyes uh, near the end of the show here. We've got the final rendition of the hack song coming up in 40 minutes. Uh, the final time the hack song will be played on the show. We'll be giving hacksaw grades as well. We've got the bequeathal. You guys still have 47 minutes to vote on who wins the Jim Selenia gold brick moment from the last week here on the show. Uh, I'm not going to surprise anyone, or I don't think I'm surprising anyone by saying Bears mating has a good lead right now. Uh, other candidates, marital bed, Paw Paw goes to DTPT, and IBF roasts. But uh, if you missed any of today's show, like when Dave Tepper just uh, popped by the studio, WFNZ.com for the full hours, bits, and interview. The best thing about Dave Tepper is, thank God Josh was talking when Josh Parcell was in here, uh, because... Uh, he said, Dave Tepper said, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase this. He said something like bleeping Nick Wilson or Nick bleeping Wilson. There was some, there was some Tepperism in there, some curse word. We did not get Taoist Tep. Big Daddy Tepa walked into this place. I'll, not bare chested because he was wearing a Charlotte FC shirt, but I could tell. I could tell that, that Big Daddy Tep was walking in, not Taoist Tep. Hack? Man, I I was I I was scared. I was scared. I literally had to go out and she's like, uh, "Mr. David Tepper's here," and I said, "No, he's not." I'd like to point out that Tomato King had to wait in the the the, the landing over here. They didn't let Tomato King into the lobby even. Dave Tepper just says, "I'm Dave Tepper," and Dave Tepper's here. Like, yeah, this is no problem. Also, he's just standing there, like talking to people and everything. Like he owns the place, uh, and then he comes. I'm like, huh. he, he may have bought it on his way in. <laughs> it was like, yeah, so I uh, bought it because I was going to fire you, fat ass. But uh, <laughs> I guess since you're leaving in the first place, uh, be good there, Chubby. So as he's coming in, I just go to Nick, like, because I'm glad Nick even saw me and made contact. I go, Nick. <laughs> uh, so uh, one of the promises on this week, the final week, the longest goodbye in radio history. Uh, it, it really is like the Coach K of goodbyes. That's the kind of retirement tour, even though I'm going to Cleveland. That's the kind of retirement tour <laughs> I ran this week. And my, my goal was only guess that I liked. Josh Parcell is a guy that I like. Trevor Sykema is a guy that I really like. Uh, Dave Tepper is a guy that I like, even though uh, he might have gotten wind of some of the things I've said about him. <laughs> and Big Daddy Tep. Yeah, there was definitely a moment where he's like, are you going to talk crap about me anymore? Huh? But that was my promise to you guys. Show the final guest on the Nick Wilson show, or the final planned guest, because we could have more uh, surprises stopping by, is uh, one of the first people I met in Charlotte and one of the absolute, genuine Charlotte real deals we used to shop at the same Harris Teeter together in Ballantyne. He has since relocated to an even nicer area, the great Darren Gant, Panthers.com on the guest line. What's up, buddy? Wait a minute. You're still here? That, yes. 
I know. I keep waiting for them, Darren, to be like, ah, right, this has been enough. Right? Yeah. And Jim Salina damn near got us thrown off the air at 1030 today. So it is a miracle that I'm getting to the final hour. <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, it is It is probably a miracle anytime Salina is involved, you know. And I feel a certain degree of uh, WFNZ alumni pride to be bookending with Salina here. Hopefully I can uh, keep you out of the ditch and uh, let you... Let you say your goodbyes, because not everybody at this station gets through. I think you and I know each other well enough that if you wanted to lead us into the ditch, it wouldn't be the worst thing for Big Daddy either. So we were talking earlier in the show about, in my four months, what the best thing to happen in Charlotte or Carolina sports was in the last four years while I was, while I was here. And for the Panthers... Uh, people brought up Cam Newton's return. There was the first eight games of 2018 uh, from the Panthers side of things. We can go Charlotte sports wide here. But, but DG, from you, what has been your favorite uh, Carolina or Charlotte sports moment of the last four years? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Cam Newton. That was a fun week. That was, uh, you know, the comeback. That was good for about 10 days until it wasn't. I mean, it's been interesting. I, I, I think... In terms of interest, it'll it'll be curious. I mean, you're you're leaving town just as Baker rolls in. I, I think that is going to be. I don't know how it's going to work football wise, but I know uh, it's going to be interesting, and I know people are going to be watching and talking about it a lot. And and that's different from some of what we've uh, happened. But it's been a good four years, right? I mean, you know, Lamelo Ball rolls into town during that time too. So and Charlotte FC. So good for Charlotte. It's just a shame you're not going to be around to enjoy the, all the fruits of your labors, so to speak. That is, uh, yeah, I manifested the Baker thing to, to Carolina. I should have said that to Dave Tepper. Son of a, I missed opportunity in the parlance of Ron Rivera. Uh, to look at the Baker Mayfield trade here. Uh, how there are so many different ways, you know, people define it by what he was traded for. People define it by who he was in Cleveland or who they think he right. was in Cleveland. How, what, what is your definitive take on the Baker Mayfield trade? Uh, I, I think, uh, my definitive take is didn't cost anything. So why not, you know, can't hurt might help. Uh, but I think more than anything else, the Carolina Panthers are getting an extremely motivated Baker Mayfield. And that's not in some corny rah-rah, I want to stick it to the Browns in the opener kind of way. This is a guy who's trying to prove to the NFL that he's worth the kind of money he believes he's worth. And, you know, the Browns didn't feel like investing in it, so they made a change. He's coming here with an opportunity to win a job with, you know, a better supporting cast than Sam walked into last year, for instance. I mean, you know, Sam Darnold didn't hit the field with an Ike Aquanu or an Austin Corbett or a Bradley Bozeman or a healthy Christian McCaffrey or even the same offensive coordinator for half the season. So Baker's walking into a more stable place, probably a better chance for success if he wins that job, which I think most people probably anticipate. And when he gets out there, he wants to prove to the entire NFL world that he's still that guy. I mean, you can tell in talking to him, yeah, like I said, he's not getting dragged into cheesy, you know, clickbait stuff about the Browns or anything like that. This is just about proving himself as a player. And, you know, I, I think he understands what an opportunity it is for him as much as the team as a whole. Darren, let's look at uh, I the, the trade really flipped for me. Every time we tried to get into Panthers hype or Panthers excitement, 
my rebuttal was always, man, I love what they've done, but in the butt was the quarterback situation. Sure. Baker and Addy, I, I think Baker is better than people give him credit for. I thought they got him for a song. So I'm I'm on the hype train here. But I'll ask you, what do you think are, because, you know, this is not just there's one definitive way this season's going to go. With a team right. like the Panthers, with all the context, there's a hundred different ways this could go. So what do you think are the keys to not just a small step in Matt Year's uh, Matt Rule's year three, but in a significant step in being in the playoff hunt this year for the Carolina Panthers. Well, I think as I think Scott Fitter kept using the phrase "stabilize the quarterback position," and part of that was trading for Baker or filling in the blank with whatever veteran they were going to pursue. I mean, over the last three four years, that's been kind of the normal course of events around here, uh, and part of that was drafting Matt Corral. He, you know, Matt Corral gives them one guy on the roster in 2023, and that guy doesn't make any money, basically. So if none of this works, they can reset next year with basically clear books and go get whoever is going to be next if it's not Baker or whoever it happens to be. So I, I think, you know, to steal Scott's word, they've stabilized that position, but the rest of this roster is absolutely better than it was this time a year ago. And, you know, I'm I'm like you. I'm a I'm a big O line guy, and when you go out and spend that kind of currency, it's just it makes everything around it. It gives it more of a chance to be successful. So, I mean, to me, everything in training camp when we get down there in a week or so is going to be Baker, Baker, Sam, Sam, Matt, Matt, all quarterbacks all the time. But look at the difference in that offensive line, and to me, that's where this team. It, it was a weakness last year, and now all of a sudden you put Taylor Moten out there with those three guys that I mentioned before and, and maybe Brady Christensen or, or some combination of Pat Elfline, Michael Jordan, whatever, in the middle. I, it's just better, and, and that gives everything a, a better chance to succeed. All right, this is the qu- I have not heard you on record for this, but you are the the authority on App State things. So with conference ah. realignment uh, out there, continue to go on. App State to the Big Ten or SEC, what do you want? Well, I was hoping Pac-12. I was kind of looking for some uh, road trips, maybe to Washington, something like that. I'd dig on Seattle, so I think that would be good. There's a, there's a similar vibe, Seattle and Boone. Having spent some time in both places, I believe we could uh, talk to each other and really speak each other's language and get along. Well, I think with the Coastal going away in the ACC, it only makes sense that the Pac-12 would add its own Coastal, just the opposite Coastal, right? Yeah, absolutely. makes perfect sense. And you know what? If UNCC wants to join us, maybe we can split some charters or something like that. I, I think... I can work with our neighbors, sure. You are such a gentleman. That's what everybody says about you. Uh, so, with the five, we're gonna do. We're gonna finish this the way we do all uh, interviews. Once we've gotten to the five questions in a rapid fire here, I'm gonna throw out these five questions. Give us your most honest answers that you can say on radio. Okay. Fair enough. All right. We start with what was your last great athletic moment? Uh, running ten days after having COVID and not dying. That's actually that is like low key. That is a very good athletic achievement. Uh, yeah. What's the last thing you won? The last thing I won an argument, but not with anyone who lives in my house. I was I was gonna say uh, you're married. I was gonna I was gonna call BS on you for the I won an argument in my house, but you very rightly and very correctly and very intelligently corrected that. Number three, 
Uh, who was your first celebrity encounter? First celebrity encounter. Boy, now I can't tell you the Bruce Bochy story on the air, but I promise you, buddy, one day I will. When, when I was a small child, Bruce Bochy, his own self, set me on the path to everything you see before you today. And, and like I said, I can't even tell this story on the radio. So you just I'm going to have to give you a rain check on that one. Bruce Bochy, Nick Wilson, Hungarians have greatly enriched your life. I think, I think there's a through line here. No question. All right, number two or four, whichever one I started with. Uh, what was your or what would your choice of a final meal be if you knew it was going to be your final meal? Uh, Bojangles chicken, ice cream sandwich, Miller High Life. Ooh, you know, I, so fried chicken is elite anyways, yeah. but you pair it with the right brew and yeah. that's, that's the way you go out with your boots on. All right. Final one is a little different cause you are a, a, a native, but what's the first thing you think of when you think of Charlotte? Uh, our lovely people who have welcomed you and all other transplants, not just into our homes, but into our hearts, Nick. That's the kind of people we are. That was, that was a little cheesy, but I'll allow it because you're Darren Gant and you're the man. Uh, DG, you've been a good friend, man. You've been a great yeah, resource, and I'm going to miss the hell out of you. And I really I love, I love to see you continue to thrive. So thank you for being a part of the show. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Mazel tov, my friend. Call me in September. We'll talk about it on the other side. Uh, absolutely. Darren Gant there. Uh, Panthers.com. One of the OG original gamer charlatans. Uh, good man to boot. I was, I was, you would not, you would be surprised how upset I was when I found out that Darren moved out of Ballantyne because there were so many times where I'd pop into Teeter and that man would be walking out of Teeter with like toilet paper and a 12 of high life. It would be like things that you're like, how are we? It'd be like Twizzlers and High Life. It didn't matter what the other thing was. I just knew if I saw DG at a teeter in Ballantyne, High Life was part of the ticket. Great stuff with him. More to come on the final rendition of the Nick Wilson Show. Sports Radio, 92.7 FNC. <laughs> Radio 92.7 FNZ. Final two segments of the show uh, coming your way. And we're going to do things a little out of order here. We do have the final rendition of the Hack Song coming up in 20 minutes. Uh, we do have uh, the Bequeathal coming up. I'm sure there will be a couple moments to talk uh, at the end of the show and say uh, nice things about people. Uh, and, and someone in the text line had, had mentioned about how cool it was of Dave Tepper. Uh I feel like I've, I, this might not be fair, so I don't want to you know, put myself on a pedestal here, but I do feel like I've probably been the most critical of Dave's ownership in Carolina, and uh, at least here on the station. And it's not a brag, it's just I think that's a fair thing to say. So for Dave Tepper to stop by uh, today, I thought it was funny. I thought it was really, really funny, and listen... I have questions about the way the football side of things run. I would have loved to see the HQ being done, but that dude is a wild card. And if Nick Wilson likes anything, it is he likes him some wild cards. So thank you to the Panthers and to Dave Tepper uh, for stopping by today. Now, the reason why I said we're doing this a little out of order is I did want to make sure that I got through because I don't know. I'm so damn long winded. I don't know. 
four minutes is going to be enough time to say all my thank yous and get out my thoughts articulately. And I wanted to make sure I had time for that. Now, with the bequeathal coming up in just about 25 minutes, you still have time to vote on the Jim Selenia Gold Brick, the final Jim Selenia Gold Brick ever. I, 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 that is a bit for us. Um, I would not have a problem if they continued the gold brick, mostly because it's in honor of Jim Selenia, and I'd love me some Jim Selenia. So uh, that is one of the bits. Like Charming or Chach, you use that, I will smite you from 550 miles away. Uh, you try and do a uh, hacked on anything, and I'll come down here and, and hack your faces off. Uh, Radio Tinder, all those things. Monday Overreaction, all the tops and bottoms. I'd love to hear Willie P try and talk about tops and <laughs> tops and bottoms, actually, but uh, but no, I I would hope that if the next interim host, because I know Willie's going to be in for a week or two, or long term host, if they wanted to do the gold brick, I think that is I would love to see that as a continuation here going forward. Anybody? So we haven't made a determination about the gold brick. Uh huh. I personally want to keep it. Okay. As the guy who now roams the midday, you basically are middays now until that, they until they put somebody in that seat. Uh, that is that is the rumor. You are, I would say, you are the fourth most eligible bachelor on Sports Radio ninety two seven FNC, and you are middays. I, I, yeah. So if we cannot get the bathroom renamed after you, <laughs> the Nick Wilson Executive Bathrooms. No, uh, no, nope, Nick Wilson Executive Bathrooms. Now that you are officially leaving. Uh huh. Is there a way we could combine the gold brick to honor both you, you and Jim? I don't want it, and that that I, I, I don't mean that in a way of a nefarious way. Uh, I mean that I want all the pub on Jimmy. Not only did he maybe win the gold brick on the final gold brick for what he said earlier today, uh, although the Tepper thing, if the gold brick hadn't already happened, Tepper and Parcel could have probably been a gold brick candidate as well. But, no, I, I want to pay homage. I wanted to continue to pay homage to, to Jim because, uh, one, he's a, he's a Charlotte radio legend. He's a Charlotte media legend. Uh, you guys know Jimmy as a caller now. But if you're new to Charlotte, that guy was on air one way or another for 20 years, was it, in Charlotte? So he's a, a genuine legend. And he also happens to be a good soul to boot. Mm -hmm. Jimmy is, Jimmy, and I've said this before, he's one of the people I get to thank, man. Like, Jimmy embraced me. And there were a lot of people that said, who's this new guy? And Josh and I didn't have a show that kissed people's ass. And that can be upsetting if you're hearing that kind of show for the first time in a long time. So Jim was one of the first OG Charlatans, OG FNZers to give me a public and to give this show and to give Josh and, and us a public stamp of approval. So I would want it kept on Jimmy because... Uh, I think he deserves all the love here. I don't think he gets enough historical love on FNZ for what he's meant here. But I thank you for the idea. So, <laughs> Stanford P. saying the Wilson Selenia Bleep Show Award. <laughs> he didn't say uh, he, he didn't say bleep. Uh, bad QB evaluator saying the Jim Selenia Gold Brick of the Week bequeathed by Nick Wilson is what it should be called. Uh, I'd like to I'd, okay, but only if if Willie P. in the interim goes, I'm Will Pelagic. And this is the Jim Selenia Gold Brick of the Week Award bequeathed by or, Nick Wilson. Or we just work some radio magic and we have some, uh, you know, a little intro to the bit. And it's you voicing over the Jim Selenia Gold Brick ceremony. So it's you leading us into the ceremony. It's still called the Jim Selenia Gold Brick. <laughs> it's just got that sexy voice of yours getting us ready to celebrate the four best moments of me. I get it. I get it. You don't want Big Daddy to go. 
So I'm emotional too. Uh, but yeah, it's been interesting. Um, you know, when I wrote uh, something for 92.3 The Fan to, 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 to kind of talk about coming home, uh, which is something that the station asked me to do, at, you know, just basically blatant copy LeBron and get some clicks. I was happy to do it. Um, and, you know, and, and when I tweeted out, I said, this one's from the heart because Cleveland has a very, very special place in my heart. It does. And it's where I grew up. It's, you know, Cleveland sports to me, the way I grew up is, you know, your fandom was handed down to you. Okay, so I'm not Nick Wilson, the, the Cleveland sports fan. I'm I'm Nick Wilson, son of Jim Wilson, grandson of Barbara Wilson, who is a Cleveland sports fan. So it meant a lot to me. Cleveland means a lot to me. And in the last couple of weeks, uh, a really... Uh, I'd have known for a while that I have really fond and heartfelt memories of the city of Charlotte and its people. I have. Because there was a moment, and and I've probably said this at least once this week, I've shared the story before, where it's a big thing for me to feel at home any place that isn't Northeast Ohio. Ness and I, really early on when 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 we were pregnant with our baby girl, we lived in Lansing, Michigan, and it was miserable. Not just because it's Lansing, Michigan, which is a miserable town, but it just, there was nothing to glom onto. There was no home to be had for us. And, you know, we've lived in several different small towns, first in Akron when we first got together. And then you know, we lived in uh, Rootstown and then we lived in Lodi. And over time, each one of those places became more home than the last place. And what was really cool, because it was tough. My wife took a, a, a chance on her husband. My wife, her comfort zone is is five minutes down the road from her mom. She is incredibly, incredibly family-oriented. And so when I told her, hey, you know it would be a great idea? Let's move 550 miles away. It took eight weeks for my wife to get comfortable with that idea. And we had young kids, and we were going to be doing it on our own, and all this kind of stuff. And, and so one of my favorite memories of this town, and something I've really reflected on a lot, was about... A year, maybe a little over a year in, right on, right on a year in, I just got in my, my truck, and we're driving around, and so it's the first new car I'd ever owned that I was able to to get because, in part, I, I finally made enough money to support my family on, and uh, my, my daughters were all kind of half asleep in the back. It was a beautiful day in Charlotte. It was like 80 and sunny. Our windows were down, and my wife is holding my hand. And she just looks at me and she says, uh, I, I feel like we're home. And that took a year. That took a year for this town to feel like home. And nothing ever replaced Cleveland for me. But it was a huge moment for me to be able to take a breath and be like, oh, yeah, she's right. And in the fact that my wife was the one that said it first was so special. So as I've, as I've reflected in the last four years, and today has been a huge part of that. Seeing Josh, who, as a talent, I really respect. i got to make sure that's Josh Parcell. I also respect you, though, itty-bitty-fitty. But seeing Josh for the first time in a really long time, I just have felt time after time after time, since I made the decision to go home, immense gratitude. And that is, you know, I don't, I'm not a guy who knows what happiness feels like. And I don't mean that in like a really bizarre, sadistic way. I mean, like, I'm so driven as a kid that grew up in a family that for all of my life lived paycheck to paycheck. I'm so driven to not do that, 
to to overcome the situation that we were born into. And my wife is the same way. That I it's really tough for me to sit and to appreciate and to have happiness in a moment. It's one of the reasons why I really dug James Borrego is a lot of our conversations when we were, you know, if it was just after media availability or if he was, you know, if I was at the the arena and we were talking, a lot of our conversations didn't have to do with basketball. It was about being where your feet is. It is about the challenge of being driven and loving what you do and loving every minute of it and planning and working and, you know, being literally living the show, in his case, living basketball, but also trying to find a way to enjoy those happy minute, uh, those happy moments, being where your feet are uh, with your family. And so to, to feel for the last four years and to really think about it, the word, you know, we, one of our five questions was, what's the first thing you think of when you think of Charlotte? And the word that has been on my mind, on my heart, the feeling that I felt, which is very adjacent to happiness to me, is gratitude. I am so grateful that in the Nick Wilson story that I found Charlotte and Charlotte found me at the exact right time. That it gave me an opportunity to heal my family coming out of a really chaotic moment where my marriage had really suffered and my kiddos didn't get mom and dad together at the same time. And where we had had a beloved member of the family that we took care of uh, till her last day on this planet. And that really almost, I mean, it just, there's still scars on my heart and on my mind from that. And this town was such a significant part of healing my family, healing my wife's heart, healing my heart. I really firmly believe in my heart that it, I don't know it could have been anywhere else, but in Northeast Ohio, that that healing happened. And so, you know, I'm incredibly grateful to have done radio first with Josh and uh, and then with you know Hacksaw and Rex Specs and Billy DeMarlin and then with Fleet and now with Itty Bitty Fitty. I'm so grateful to have done the thing that I love, to have learned, to have grown, to have healed here because it, it did become a safe place for us. And I'm so incredibly happy, not just to be going home, but to be leaving with four years of of gratitude, of of real honest to goodness love, of the people I've worked with, of the people I you know people I've interacted with, it has been an, an honest to God, and I'm I'm just gonna keep trying to say it. It has been a blessing in my life. And uh, we are going to go ahead and welcome in uh, at least one more special guest here. Uh, Charlotte 49ers head football coach Will Healy joins us now on the guest line. Coach, welcome to the show, sir. I know you have a lot more special guests come on to say thanks than than me, but I was listening and uh, have thought about you all week and and just want to say thanks for what you've done for our program. and uh, obviously, we'll always welcome you back, and we look forward to being able to talk trash to you after the Panthers whoop up on the Browns and we've won. Uh, but I am, uh, again, I, I'm, I've enjoyed getting to know you and, and listening to you. And, uh, you do an awesome job, and, and a new guy coming into Charlotte and, and trying to kind of figure out the, the guys that, you know, hold a lot of weight and have, you know, a lot of, of 
of, of sway power and, and what you've been able to do, uh, the station in general. But, but I mean, obviously you are a lot more persuasive than, than Kyle Bailey for sure. <laughs> uh, so, no, but I just want to say thanks, man, and uh, wish you nothing but the best of luck. Hope, hope uh, you'll come back and watch us play sometime and as we make this transition and become big time, then hopefully we'll be something you talk about in the Cleveland market too. Coach, uh, the offer stands. If you ever need a highly paid guy to sit around and say yes to you, I am available. I can be bought. No, I don't need that at all. I need somebody to tell me all the dumb stuff I do. I don't need anybody to tell me yes. Uh, But I appreciate the offer, and I'll let you know if one day I need that. All right, Coach. Be good, man. Thank you so much. Best of luck. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Will Healy there, Charlotte 49ers football uh, coach. Very nice things he said there. But uh, we got one more segment left. So you're going to listen to the final rendition of the Hack Song on the Nick Wilson Show next on Sports Radio 92.7 FNZ. There's a show from 10 to 2 and it has a hundred laughs a day Charlotte TM's Stuck at work each day, hear them talk about the teams. And there's a host who's really slimmed down, and he tells about Boom Boom Town. They say, Wilson, thanks for coming around. We sure won't forget this time. But Baker said, Wilson, why you leaving? What a good team we could be. Such a good you team. Realize Sports Radio 92.7 FNZ. That is a hack song of the week. Listen, you had me, Hacksaw, when you rhymed Slim Down with Boom Boom Down. All right. That is that is that that is verbal wordsmithness that I think needs to be credited on air right now. The two things I took away from this show when I was here was one. Was PhD weight loss uh-huh. and two, boom boom town. That's listen, DTPT socks on time, whatever you want to call yeah. it, boom boom town. <laughs> when you think of boom boom town, think of Pap Pap and Meemaw <laughs> in the retirement home and Nick Wilson. Oh, it is and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, it is the final segment of the nick wilson show maybe ever because it's not that's not what we're going to call it in cleveland on 92.3 the fan uh on monday 2 p.m if you wanted to listen if you wanted to listen you could listen on the odyssey app same place you find sports radio 92.7 fnz i'm only a click away i i, that, I completely improv that i know uh big, big huge thanks have to go out here to darren gant to trevor sykema to josh parcel to Dave Tepper, to Will Healy, to the Tomato King. And I realize I probably should have led with the Tomato King because then it, it feels like that was a joke. No, the Tomato King, one of the great uh, texters in Charlotte uh, sports lore, stopped by earlier today with a great care package of tomatoes and cukes and whatnot. So big thanks to all of our guests today. We're going to have a, a moment. Uh, we're going to bring on a, a couple uh, callers here, uh, longtime listeners and, and supporters of the station here in just a moment. But... You heard the hack song. We got, I mean, 704 number saying, great hack song. Uh, 
Big Cat Dan saying uh, mastery, A++++, <laughs> and then another 704 number saying the best hack song ever, A+. Itty bitty fitty, what are you grading, the final hack song of all time? Is it fair for me to be somewhat disappointed in the song choice? Because all wow. week long, in my head, I had I'm Coming Home. I thought that was the perfect song. <laughs> you think he can do a Skylar Gray? That's isn't that the artist that does yeah, that? Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know if I mentioned Sasha Gray on accident. Singing. Oh, I'm coming home. That's all I could do. <laughs> That's home. literally the whole song. Is that it? Tell the, the world, world Nick's coming, coming home. home. <laughs> um, but so outside of that. Fantastic. I, I I thought the slim down to Boom Boom Town was fantastic. <laughs> I we we were all grooving at ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock. Even even Kyle Bailey was shaking his ass walking down the hallway. Yeah, we're just right that now. Mighty ass, might I say. <laughs> so uh, if this is the final hack song ever, it's 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 an A plus. All right. The power I have right now. <laughs> I'm shaking. <laughs> uh, dude, it was really funny. Uh, and, and the time was all over the place, which I loved. Uh, it was perfect in the fact that it was imperfect. Uh, the lyrics had me in tears the first time we heard it. It is an A+. plus. You did really good, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. All right, let's get to, because I want to make sure we get to these calls. Right, let's get to the calls real quick here. Uh, Hurricane Hugo, welcome to the show, my guy. What you got? Well, Nick, uh, I appreciate everything that you've done uh, throughout your time here in Charlotte. Uh, you've definitely uh, made FNZ a much better radio station, uh, way better uh, than all those other no-names that we can't name that are no longer with the station anymore. Um, but, Jeez. man, uh, really quick, you just you you know why. Uh, you know, I left you voicemail, but uh, you, you will always hold a special place in my heart, man. And uh, I can't, you know, last Friday I was listening to your exit, and uh, you were saying how, you know, it's just about you giving back uh, to the people. And I'm uh, living, I'm a living testament that you give back to the people, man, because uh, what you did, you didn't have to do. And, uh, you know, you will forever, forever be, uh, you know, uh, in my uh, in my thoughts and, uh, you know, wish you nothing but the best in Cleveland. Uh, if they do get rid of you for some reason, tell them by Goma and get your ass, your slim ass, back to charlotte and uh thanks man i appreciate it appreciate you buddy hurricane hugo there and the man who not only do i love the namesake i love the man hurricane hugo to another man whose namesake and the person i love biscuits and gravy joining us what's up buddy what you got for us man all i gotta do is tell you nick that i appreciate every 10 to 2 that we spend together all the bigomas all the shut it down and all the stocks pulling up, buddy. You have a good one and uh, take it easy, man. I can't wait to hear you in Cleveland. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, buddy. And the best part about biscuits and gravy, he sent us a Thursday night Hawaiian uh, t-shirt or uh, Hawaiian shirt Friday picture. And itty bitty fitty was disappointed because biscuits and gravy is a good looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> biscuits and gravy is like is, is put together. Biscuits and biscuits and gravy can get it. From the ladies of Charlotte, and I think anybody fitty was upset that he wasn't a fat slob and looked like he had an IQ of 12. Can you confirm or deny? Just confirm or deny. Look, I worked in construction. He works in construction. So there's an image of construction that exists in our heads. And he looks way too good to be on a construction site for 8 to 10, 12 hours a day. I'm going to tell you, if you were both 
on the same construction site and there were women dropping by, you would end up on Mama's couch and biscuits and gravy would end up uh, shooting an adult video that you then watch while on Mama's couch. How long is it going to take you while you're in the land to reference my Mama's couch and Ramsey's? Because I'm going to be listening. Uh, well, you have to figure out. Maybe listen. Maybe listen and figure it out, buddy. Also, when will Bar Argon be mentioned as well? <laughs> I want that actually mentioned in the first five. There's a decent <laughs> chance that I tell that story within the first week that I'm back because it needs, like, the, the, and if you missed it, I did, it was the Nick Wilson origin story in Charlotte telling the story of Bar Argon and Hacksaw leading me to Alejandro's smooth lips. Uh, check that out, WFNC.com. It is time for the Gold Brick Moment of the Week. And I almost on the last day of the bit, I completely forgot to call it the bit that I've been calling it for four years. Uh, in last place, IBF roasts. In second to last place, Paul Paul goes to DTPT. <laughs> in second place, marital bed. That means Jim Selenia calling after the bar Argon story with bears mating. Uh, Nick, here's the question for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, I know you like to play what ifs. If you were gay, and if Hacksaw, if, if Hacksaw were gay, would you two be married? I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so. We're we're the same type. We're bears. I'm like a, I don't know what they call I don't know what they call super bears, but I'm like I'm like a super bear. I'm like a bear on steroids. All right, I'm I'm six foot four, broad shoulders, you know, beard, whatnot. I'm a little bit more of an athletic frame. I don't think we'd be this. I, I mean, I'm sure bear. I actually know for a fact. My buddy Eric is a bear, and he's married to another bear. But I don't think if I, if I was gay, I don't think I'd be into to to other bears. I, I, I like well, really. Bears mate. <laughs> bears mate. They <laughs> I'd like to point out, Jimmy, I am aware that bears mate. Uh, there was nobody in the history of the station that could have had the last gold brick but Jim Saladia himself. Okay, uh, a few things there. One, that he had to be like, look, a what if. If you both are gay. Also, <laughs> two, uh, yeah, what a presumption super, yeah. there, Jim Selenia. Two. You, you ain't been to the cabin, friend. <laughs> two. Super bear? I just, I just need to know. Like, what okay. is a super bear? All right, so I said, a bear on steroids. Would it be a bearoids? A bearoids. Uh, you can't put me next to your average bear, five foot ten, a little chunky, bearded man. No, you can't. This is a super bear. You need a smoky bear. Nope. Nope. No, no. Itty bitty. <laughs> How long you been sitting on smoky bear? <laughs> uh, one, I really want to make sure here really quickly to say thank you to everybody who has said nice things. And also the people who have said mean things. I laughed at that crap, too. Uh, I really want to say there have been so many nice things said about me that I don't know that I deserve. And so I appreciate the kind words and I appreciate uh, the interactions both today with all of our special guests. I thought it was great that those guys came in, especially Josh. Uh, that was a great moment and kind of a highlight of the last, uh, the last few weeks here. And uh, I meant what I said. When I think of Charlotte, I think of the word gratitude. And to be going back home with a heart full of gratitude... And, you know, my girls have 
took such a risk. My wife took such a risk. I just, I really, I, I'm not trying to go all Lou Gehrig here, guys, but I feel like the luckiest man on the face of the planet to have two places I consider in my heart to be home and two places that my family considers to be home. So for somebody who really cares about family, it means the world to me. And you know, there are two guys here because, you know, I want to make sure I've called out. I want to say thank you to Matt Hanlon and Tony DiGiacomo and Darren Arians who brought me here. Uh, you know, Josh uh, Parcell for being my partner. Stan Norfleet for being my partner. Rex Specs for being on the show. Billy DeMarlin for uh, – and but there are two guys here that I absolutely consider family. Hacksaw and I were the first guys. I saw Hacksaw, man, and I, I swear to you, I saw a star in the making the first moment I met him because he is so earnest and so good-hearted, and there's nothing fake about that guy. And he has become like a brother to me. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, man. I love you. You are always going to be a cabin boy. I there's, I there's literally nobody else I've ever invited to the cabin with my other best friends, and I just love you and appreciate you, buddy. Love you, buddy. And I mean that from the heart. Love and you, buddy. Itty bitty fitty, uh, you tried to make it a ra you tried to hog tie me and go straight up deliverance in a radio romance with me. Um, you are, and I don't. I'm not saying this because we're on air, and I've I told you this off air. You have a real chance to be part of a huge part of the future of sports radio FNZ or just sports talk in general. You love sports. You grind every day on the job. And you, every time I've asked you for something more, whether it's on air or off air, you've always delivered. Uh, you absolutely are an honorary Wilson family member, buddy. I appreciate the hell out of you. Nick, we had a lot of fun. I love you. And uh, I'll still be uh, looking for that cabin invitation in the mail sometime <laughs> next, uh, next summer, okay? Uh, one more time, because we have not gotten her uh, adopted yet. Valerie. From uh, animals, uh, uh, for, from Charlotte Caring Control, she is a three-year-old pity. She is the sweetest pup in the world. There is a pit bull ban where we're moving, so we could not adopt her. But that girl is going to make somebody a absolute great family dog. So if you're looking, if you're looking for a pup to steal your heart. Uh, animals CMPD go to the website check her out spend some time with her we fell in love with her it was impossible not to get to her and I want to make sure I send this out again a huge thank you to everybody who's made this show a success to Terry Fox uh, who was a, a part of our show a part of our station for a, a very long time during the pandemic our, one of our old bosses Jeff Rickard and Marsha guys they could have told me to go screw myself when I went there and said I'd like to talk to the people back home about going home uh, so they were classy as hell. Uh, Odyssey, where I'm going back to, Radio 1. It's been an honest blast, guys. To PhD, to all of the partners, but sig significantly, Dr. Ashley Lucas and the ladies at PhD, they've changed my life for the better. I can't, I can't recommend going with them uh, enough if you're struggling with excess fat weight. That does it for me, guys. Big Daddy is out. Hit me at Nick Wilson Says on Instagram and Twitter, guys. Until we meet again, guys. Stay safe and be good, Charlotte. I'm coming home.